Hey. hey. Welcome back to Hey. The podcast. Um, sorry it's been so long since we uh recorded an episode just cuz I've been doing college stuff and Sammy sucks. So. Thank you. So yeah, sorry it's been a while. Um, we've been meaning to record an episode. We've got some good ideas for stuff. Yeah, we have some really good stuff to talk about today. Fucking less people listen to the second episode which I posted publicly. Which was literally better too. No, literally. So fuck all you guys who, well, if you listen to the second one, thank you. If you listen to the first and second one, thank you. If you listen to the first one that I linked you to, the private one, and then you didn't listen to the actual first official public one, uh, fuck you, you're fake as fuck, and I hate you. Okay, first things first, um, big fucking news, Donald Trump has coronavirus. Literally has coronavirus. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, uh, we're not ones to, um, to buy into the QAnon. Well, actually, I don't even know if that's a QAnon conspiracy theory. But even just in general, conspiracy theories can be sus, and this is not no fucking Shane Dawson shit. We fucking hate him. But there are some rumors that he's faking yeah, do we believe that it's real? Yeah, seriously, do we believe that it's real? I mean, like, I I, get I can he, like, see this being a stunt. Yeah, seriously. Just to like be like, oh, it wasn't that bad, even though he never actually had it. Right. He's like, oh, I recovered so quickly, and I'm a great president, and I'm healthy, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But also, like, there's so little details about it. I feel like it is real because they want to keep it on the down. Like, they're not releasing a bunch of details because it makes him look bad so i think that part of it is real and also the fact that a lot of other people are testing positive who have been around him yeah honestly there's kellyanne conway yeah like kellyanne conway um there's a couple other people yeah there is his campaign manager bill stipen stipen stipian i don't know how to say his last name but his campaign manager um got tested positive and so did the republican national committee chairman chairwoman Ronna McDaniel, sorry. Um, and he was, like, still planning rallies, so I don't even know. But when he was flown into the hospital, too, he's filming these videos of, like, updates or whatever, and one of them he filmed without a fucking mask on. I'm like, seriously? So a bunch of people from his team tested positive, and just a fucking shit show. And then the... I can't see people... I can't see, like, that amount of people agreeing to, like fake having coronavirus for him so. right like if it if it is all a stunt like yeah so i'm leaning towards it's probably real yeah also claudia conway the kellyanne conway's daughter who's the one on tiktok she's the one who posted about it and i feel like she would not no she would she's, not she's lie. the one who leaked it she would not be going with trump to to fill some absolutely not like to to follow through with some conspiracy theories so i although her mom could just be lying to her yeah but I don't know. I don't think she would lie about that. Because she told her not to post it. Claudia said that, that she was getting trouble for, for telling people on TikTok. Anyway, he's like having trouble breathing. He was on oxygen that first night and his symptoms are bad. And then they tried giving him a treatment and then the treatment didn't work. So they had to give him another one. Like, it's all just fucking crazy. But uh, if he dies, karma's a bitch. For legal reasons, I do not want him to die. Yes, for legal reasons, we are joking. I love President Trump. Um, he's God the best president bless ever. our president and God, God bless, bless our this president. Nation. He will have a speedy recovery. Um, also, Twitter is taking down people's profiles or like people's accounts for wishing hate on him and like wishing that he dies. But also, where was that energy for the white supremacists and people who were like sending death threats and wishing hate on black people? 
and others of the sort. Well, I believe that that is an okay thing to do. I mean... Personally. Wish death... what? Wish death on black people. Oh. <laughs> well... Um, no comment. But, um... Once again, I am black, and I am kidding. Yes, yeah, 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 a clar clarifying thing on that. Um, yes, but we also been knew that, um, Jack Dorsey, the guy who runs Twitter, is a fucking white supremacist, and, um, he's a fucking weirdo. Anyways, get on to our first official topic. Let's get on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, uh, <laughs> not the meat and potatoes. Uh, anyways. I think um, you all know what we're talking about goes by the name of kink talk kink talk um if you don't know about it basically it's all the people on tiktok who are like very outward and very like candid about their um kink sexual their, kinks. yeah their kink lives um so basically there's a lot of different elements of it there's obviously the ABDL or whatever the fuck or like Littles ABDL DDLG DD so AB ABDL is adult baby diaper lover um hate that, that you know that is, well okay what is DDLG Dom, Dom Daddy Little Girl or something like that, right DDLG is Daddy Dom Little Girl Daddy Dom Little Girl there's also um other categories such as mdlg which is mommy dom little oh. girl or dtlb daddy dom little boy and vice versa uh and basically the whole thing is that like a lot of people are being really outward about their kinks and some of it is is somewhat har harmless mm. but a, i mean okay but well, there's there's an there's an element of it that actually is really bad, which is the whole infantilizing. It's it's the sexualization of ch like acting like a child to get off is yeah. weird. Yeah, which is part of the littles thing, which is like where they act like a baby and they have the diapers. Or getting off to your partner acting like a child is even more like weird. Bella Porch too. Yes, Bella Porch. the whole thing about women acting like children yeah. and men thinking it's attractive. It's very bizarre. Whose fault is it? Is it is it men for thinking it's attractive or is it women for doing it? A little bit of both maybe? Honestly, I'm always going to go on the side of men With being the men, like, in the wrong. It's the man's fault. Yeah, that's true. I agree. Yeah. If you don't know who Bella Porch is, she's this girl who, like, I guess was a, in the army, but now she's on TikTok and she's doing all these, like, oh, whoa, two fingers together, little girl audios and, like, sexualizing the whole, like, little kid thing. It's so weird. Um, also, she's a war criminal, so. Like, why do you think it's sexy for a grown adult to be acting like a little kid that's creepy literally and it's fucking creepy. weird yeah literally it's like it's just very deranged and also like it's an app for children literally like, well at its root people like at its to root, say... it's for like video sharing but there are tons of children on that app tons of children on that app the target demographic is like like eight to i don't know 13 mid 20s oh oh you mean like of the whole the whole app yeah yeah, I mean, like, how old were we when Vine was a thing? I was, like, 10, 11, I don't know. Yeah, like, the app is overrun by children, like... And there was there There's was so many on children Vine. on this app, and you should just not be exposing your weird kinks to them. It's weird. And they all defend it. 
too, though. People are like, don't post this on the internet because there are children on this app, you know, or like the, it started kind of with the using the belt as like a handcuffs thing. It was like how to turn a belt into a handcuffs. And then people are like, there are children on this app. At least that's where I first saw it start. I to... always see that their argument is like, um, actually, this is a 13 plus app. Like, yes, maybe like on the app store, it says that, no but that doesn't change rules. the fact. Yeah, that doesn't change the fact that almost also, everyone on this app is a child. Yeah, 13 is not better. 13 should not be, they should not be watching videos of you, of you calling yourself baby or, or calling someone daddy. Like, like you should not be okay with knowing that your kink video is probably going to be seen by many children. That's so weird. It just like, I don't know. I mean, like not to kink shame, obviously, because like, do, well, unless it's pedophilia. Unless it's um, like that no, weird. yes to kink shame. Absolutely <laughs> to kink shame. Never mind. I guess we're kink shaming. Kink shaming is not oppression. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's weird. One of my favorite, personally, my favorite kink talk videos, um, it is, is actually the a one of, I just say. <laughs> it's a, po- they're, they're called a polycule. Is that the word? Poly? Yes, they are in a, they're in a polycule. Which I think I've never heard like that word before. Four or five of them. It's like, um, what polyamorous people call like, their groups. Of, I don't know. It's, it's a term not for a polyamorous couple, but it's like people. a group of, of poly lovers. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're also kinky. These people are. Yes. No, they live. They live like kink, like an underlying kink. Li- like everything is kinky. Um, yeah, they and have the video, a dom. Yeah, which is just—it's really weird. Um, and the video in question is like it's like telling my dom shut up or something, or telling my dom no. Telling my dom no, or like telling my dom make me or something. Yeah, and it's like, and it's literally the funniest fucking shit. I'll put in a clip of the video because it's literally so funny. Can I see the unicorn blanket? Shut up. Hey. Uh-uh. No. I've already told you once tonight, and you start bratting, and that phone is mine. Hand it over. No. no. Hand over. No. Do not tell me no on this. We've already discussed it. But. I don't care. Hand it over. <laughs> it is simultaneously the best and worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Hey. Uh-uh. No. That phone is mine. Hand it over. Hand it over. Do not tell me no. Hand it over. It's literally... Okay, I'm done watching it. I'm done watching it. It's literally so funny. I can't stop watching it. It's like a train wreck. Like, you just can't look away. It's so entertaining. And, like, it's... Honestly, it's not even as bad as some of the kink TikToks I've seen. Like, there's not really... There's not really any sexual element to it. It's just, like, Yeah, it's just weird. But some of kink talk is, like, very overtly sexual and Absolutely not okay. Yeah, like the, there are there are videos of grown people wearing binkies and like saying things. There's like saying sexual things that I will not be saying on this podcast. What about like the fifty year old men with the black and white filter and they're saying things like, "I'm gonna tie oh, you up," and like stop, that. like the redneck dads. Yeah, like it's like the moms are commenting. They're like, "Well, I wouldn't mind." Literally, like the yeah, like the forty year old Karens are like getting turned on by it. Like, sir, please. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Um, oh, so about TikTok. So first of all, moral of the story, don't post weird shit on TikTok. Um, speaking of TikTok, we talk a lot about TikTok on this, I just realized. But speaking of TikTok, uh, what the fuck happened to Rosa? Rosa? Literally, um, where is she? Where is she? She literally disappeared off the face of the planet. Adam Ray, okay, if you, if you know. Um, who literally, like, blew up. Everyone knew who Rosa was. Like, within a week, um, he was on Paper Magazine, 
and was like getting flued out and met uh, well honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna say it what made him go down was the fact that he was a sellout are you talking about the james charles video yep yep he collaborated with james charles and immediately people stopped watching him which is really fucking weird how that works because Emma Chamberlain did the same thing where she she was funny before she moved to or like she lived in San Francisco or something and it was this was this was much before but when she like moved to LA and became friends with James Charles and all of those people and like stopped being funny and like her aesthetic of like the coffee girl you know with the queer the weird creaky coffee girl was no longer funny and it wasn't part of her shtick anymore and she was a sellout but she still has a platform, and she like ha- she. I just went on her Instagram the other day. She like is releasing a brand of coffee. I would say that like she definitely is not as in the spotlight as she was in the beginning of her career. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. But also, she still has a career, and Adam Ray okay, it's crickets. But honestly, I think part of that is Emma Chamberlain is white. True. But does Adam does he even post still or are no, his videos just not getting No, I think he took I think he took a I think he took he hasn't posted in a while. Okay. But he did for a little bit after the James Charles thing and just kind of tanked a little bit. I think people are too quick to to lose support for people of color. True. When they're doing anything. Like the period lady, she was like really popping on TikTok and people still say period, but where's her coin? I mean, but that's how it is with pretty much all like slang quote-unquote that is coined by people of color right they never get their coin right right, 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 right. like i'm thinking of peaches monroe oh my god fleek on fleek yeah on fleek she coined on fleek she has never seen a dime and she and her fucking catchphrase is all over fucking wish and like what's that red bubble and stuff you know people are selling shit with her catchphrase on it and she you know she's just not getting the credit for it it's just really fucked up um so basically I had an idea. There's a simple solution to getting white people to stop co-opting trends on the internet. Um, And it's to stop making... It's to stop making white people famous. So, if you're listening to this, unfollow five white celebrities on each platform that you have. I like this plan. Honestly, I think that we should just stop, like, letting them in on the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, but how do you do that? White yeah, gays. that's true. White gays are the are the one they're little fucking moles. They like the to spy in like black Twitter to get all the language that they want to use. Literally. Literally. Um, but unfollow white people, especially if they got their platform from co opting a black trend. And you know what I see a lot of, especially on TikTok? Hmm. Is like white like, young white people who, like, preach about being woke and these, like, woke ideas, but they are using a black scent while they're talking about it. Are we speaking of Emma Lou, or... Well, there's her, but there's others. Like... I'm gonna bleep that. Like, I just, I see so much of it. I see so much of it. They'll be like, black people shouldn't be shot by police, but they're like, they're like, Chile... Not Chile. (laughs) (laughs) Period, sis, queen, poo, go off, queen, on fleek. Literally. Period. Oh, fucking speaking of of white people who, like, claim to be allies to the Black Lives Matter movement and also are co-opting trends and also is a white gay. Fucking Landon Romano. 
Not him. I've had him blocked on Twitter for so long. I cannot no, I stand despise him. him. He is actually the most annoying motherfucker on the internet. White gays have a huge problem with just thinking that humor is being a caricature of a black woman. They think that that is the pinnacle of humor. I think that it started when 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 gays were like accepted into mainstream culture and it was like I, my inner personality is a sassy black woman. You Literally. Know? And that was their point of entry was like, well, they're funny, you know, they're entertaining, but we don't have to see that personality through the vessel of a black woman. We can see it through a white person, which makes it easier. Even though they're gay, we'll let them do it because they're white, you know, and a man. Yeah. So that kind of, that's why I think that they, you know, for how they first kind of encroached on that territory and got that it reminds me of like blackface back in the day how there would be like minstrel shows Mm -hmm. like oh my god black people are so funny like white people pretending to be black people is so funny right it's not funny literally it's not funny it's literally like we get it you think you're here we're here for entertainment only thank you and like Landon Romano specifically, he also like just steals. He like there's one video that people were calling him out for on Twitter because he literally stole the exact same video, like word for word, from this black woman who was like who had that. I caricature. remember that. Yeah, and they were getting mad at him because he had literally stolen the script and like the concept, and obviously had gotten more praise for it, and still has a bigger platform. You know who else pisses me off? Who? That Aquafina lady. Oh fuck! Oh. Fucking fuck. Aqua. Oh my god, I'm so glad we get to talk about her because I have had so many issues with her. And the fact yeah, that Aquafina, she's Yeah, Aquafina, I have a bone to pick with you. Seriously, the fact that she's been praised as like this Asian woman comedian who's so funny. Her whole shtick is just imitating black people. Literally, it is actually so irritating. And the thing is, she doesn't actually talk like that. I mean, none of these people do. But she doesn't actually talk like that. There are interviews with her where it's serious. And she doesn't talk like that. It's so, it's literally put on. It's so fucking annoying. Like, I don't see how people can do stuff like this and not see it as racially charged. And honestly, people of color even were, like, praising Aquafina. Right. You know, when Crazy Rich Asians came out, there were people that I knew that were people of color who were talking about how she was great representation and how she was a funny Asian woman, you know, and she was breaking boundaries and stuff. And I think she did SNL at some point, and it's... Her shtick is not funny. It's very fucked up. Also, wh- what even happened to her? I haven't heard from her in like a year. I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't keep up with her. I never watched Crazy Rich Asians because I don't like her. Same. But people would always talk about how she was groundbreaking, like Asian female comedian, but no one ever talked about how her entire shtick was a black scent. Literally. I'm glad we get to have Aquafina discourse though, because... She kind of slipped my mind because she hasn't been in the news as much. But Aquafina, def- if you're listening to this, fuck you. Yeah, seriously. Aquafina, I hope you find this somehow. Uh, please stop. I'm going to DM it to her. Okay, she'll listen to it. So, there is a voice teacher. You might have seen her on TikTok. She is black she's a black woman and there was a video a couple months back maybe last year <laughs> I, I saw it on my youtube recommended and i sent it yeah to that Sammy. drew our attention um <laughs> so she gave the song i know where i've been which if you're not aware <laughs> is from the show hairspray 
It's sung by a black person about... The tribulations the of segregation. <laughs> One of the lines is, as dark as my skin. As black as my skin. As black as my skin. And she decided to give this song to her white student. Basically, it was... Um, painful to watch yeah it was actually i don't even understand why that video was published and the thing is the comments were all in support of it they're like this girl has such an amazing voice i'm like are we watching the same video first of all she first first of all she wasn't that good no she was not and i'm like is no one gonna mention like the lyrics literally none of the comments were addressing it and everyone's like i want a a voice teacher this supportive i'm like give your person another song I just don't understand what would possess somebody to like even if I were the student, I'd be like, you know, I'm not comfortable this don't that. feel right. Right. This does not feel right. My friend texted me the other day who's in college studying musical theater and her voice teacher at school, um, at college gave her a song from Fiddler on the Roof and she was texting me, I'm Jewish, and she asked me whether or not it was appropriate to sing a song from that show. And I'm not super familiar with that show. Call me bad Jew, I don't care. Uh, I just never have listened to it really. I know a couple of songs, but I'm not familiar with the plot or most of the songs from it. And she asked me if I thought it was okay. And I think that kind of is an interesting conversation too about like, when is the line drawn? And I was talking about it with her and I was saying that a general rule of thumb is that if it's not about the lived experience or part of the culture, then it's probably okay, you know? But if it's a song about being Jewish, don't sing it. If you're not Jewish, yeah, that's don't not sing it okay. if you're not Jewish. If it's a song about being black, exactly. like, I know where I've been, where you're literally, well, first of all, that's a white savior musical, but that's, that's, that's a whole another story. Episode. Yeah. But I just want to know, like, what goes through people's heads when they think it's okay to do stuff like this? I seriously think that it's like white directors just absolutely having no idea. But it's like, I, one time. They're in like fucking hick towns where they put these shows on. Well, not hick towns, but like the Midwest, you know, like. Missouri or like Idaho where these shows are going on they don't fucking know or at least they don't have interactions with with these kind of people or the kind of communities that would be like this is literally not how the show is supposed to be done I was in a youth choir all through high school oh god not choir yeah keep going I will not be saying the name of the choir because I don't want them to catch wind of this and contact me or something but um there was the girls choir and the boys choir and during a concert once um the girls sat down to watch the boys set and first of all not one black person in the boys choir i was probably one of two or three black people in the girls choir but the boys choir sang a song about being harriet tubman Stop. and escaping slavery Stop. No. I'm not kidding you. I've never been more uncomfortable. If we're going to get into the subject of choirs doing inappropriate music, ooh, bitch, have I got fucking stories. Because when I was in high school and I did my choir, I quit senior year. I didn't want to do it. I couldn't do it. The white male choir director, I, I just couldn't do it with him. He kept giving our choir, which was predominantly white, maybe six or seven people of color. I, I maybe two one or two or three black people maybe and he kept giving us songs that belong to other cultures so he gave us um a song about mlk well okay so the mlk song was not could have been done appropriately but some of the singing when oh this story makes me so fired up when i think about it some of the like background vocals before the soloist the words in it were hmm so it was spelled h-n-g 
like it was just the way that the choir teacher wanted us to enunciate the sound and one of the white kids was like hung and made a symbol for a noose around his neck you're lying i'm literally 100 percent serious oh he goes God. hung and like symbolizes that he's being hung i can't make this shit up i can't make this shit up I'm and like i went the fuck off on him i was so mad Lucas. His name was Lucas. Lucas, if you're fucking listening to this, I don't give a fuck. You're a fucking racist piece of shit. And he was speechless when I started calling him out. And I was like, fucking good. And the thing is, everyone else in the choir, well, all the white kids in the choir, were mad at me for calling him out. They were all like, stop. It's He would, he didn't mean it like that. It wasn't that big of a deal. And I'm like, he fucking knew what he was doing. And even if he didn't, shut the fuck up. You know, this reminds me of another story from that same youth choir I was talking about. We were doing an African piece... And, oh my god, the director told us to be more animalistic. Oh, our director said that too. He said hunch oh over like a god. gorilla. He's oh like, I want that god. sound. You're <laughs> lying. Like, I'm serious. He was like, he like, well, he didn't, I don't know if he said gorilla. I don't remember, but he literally hunched over and like beat his chest. And he's like, oh, make that sound come from here. And he like had us go, oh, 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 like hunched over on our back. And I'm like, this I was literally, I was so taken aback when he said that. I was like, am I the only one hearing this? Like, I, I'm looking around. I'm like, is anyone else outraged? Because I, it's ridiculous. And I would always bring up about to the people in the choir. And I think I brought it up to the teacher once. How we shouldn't be programming pieces that that are culturally also, like, insensitive. It's never going to sound good. It's never, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. We did a piece in an Indian language. We fucking, we fucking lost in state competitions. No, a bunch of white kids singing some African song is never going to sound good. Like at least half of our pieces were in different languages. Which yeah, is, what is with like, white choir directors being obsessed with like slave songs and African songs and like, literally, like African spirituals. Literally like, spiritu what? spirituals and like slave chants too. They're obsessed with them. Like, what is the obsession? Like, can y'all sing Hallelujah or something? I would also like to say that that choir director also continued to use the term Afro-American. And this was I've in, never like... I've heard that before. You haven't heard Afro-American? No, I've heard African-American. No, it's, it's outdated and racist, and she continued to use it in, like, 2016. I've never heard that term before. Have you actually... I don't think so. Not that I can think of. I mean, I've heard Afro-Latino, but I've never heard... I don't think I've heard Afro-American. That's weird. It's just like when people say blacks. Yeah. Like, saying black is not racist, but saying blacks, no. I don't fuck with Cause that. Because it's literally... It's because it's, it's just weird. It's like you're saying, oh, the blacks. Also, that's the same kind of language that was used in, like, segregation when it's, like, the signs that were, like... Yeah, blacks only. Whites only yeah. and blacks only. And personally, I think we should go back. Mm, I was born in the wrong generation. Literally, white people be saying that. Like, they're like, I should have been born in the 1950s. Like, I'm like, do you know what happened in the 1950s? They post videos of, like, white people going into diners and drive-ins and, like, isn't that a show? Anyway, like, going, like, milkshakes and, like, doo-wop, like, poodle skirt era. I'm like, do you know what life was like then? Literally, like, first of all... Like, first of all, Brittany, you weren't allowed to go to college. Yeah, right. You're a fucking woman. I know. If you're a woman who wants to go back to the 1950s, like, I'm sorry, but you're delusional. Literally. You will be in the <laughs> kitchen. You will be in the kitchen. It is not, it is not drive-ins and, and Elvis and Grease, like, cute doll yourself up for, for a dance with the boy at the local sock hop. It's, you are in the kitchen 
cleaning and cooking. Having and babies. Serve, having babies and serving a man. Literally. Nothing, I mean, unless you want to live that, I mean, there is nothing appealing about I that. I mean, you might go on a couple milkshake dates, I'll give you that, but that's not going to be your whole life, sis. All that fucking shit aside, um, hopefully this episode is longer. It's already like 40 um, minutes, so I think it will be. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Well, yeah, but I, I cut a lot out. Anyway, hopefully this episode is longer. We're going to we wrap talk about it up. Everything? But... Yeah, we did. Well, I want to talk about... I like to end on a positive note, because we did that the first time, and I think it's fun to talk about things that are fun. Um, So all I wrote down was online games we used to play. I can talk about that. Because I saw stuff... Yeah, we can talk about that for hours. The thing, I saw a post on Twitter that was, like, about Bunnytown, or maybe it was TikTok. Did you ever watch Bunnytown? Yeah. And I, like, did that game on, like, DisneyJunior.com, where I, like, made my money. Yes, ice cream scooper. (laughs) No, that scooper. one, that Literally. one, and and the one where you create your bunny and its house. Yeah, it was elite. It was elite. It w- it was elite. And I thought no one remembered that, and then I saw it on my TikTok page. Like anyone remember this? And I was we like, we talked no about it way. a couple. We years had ago. talked about it too. We had talked about it. Yeah, but I had not. I hadn't like seen anything, and I found it online. But it was like through a recreation website, so it was like just the Flash yeah. game copied. But oh, that game was good. What else Another did you thing that I will always mourn is the original Barbie.com. Barbie.com and MyScene.com. Oh, yep, 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 yep. I used to play the And PollyPocket.com. I never played on PollyPocket. PollyPocket was good. Yeah, I loved Build a Bear. Did you ever do that? I didn't. Oh my god, I was obsessed with Build a Bear. Basically, when you got a Build a Bear, you got a code on like their birth certificate and you could enter it. It's kind of like Webkins, which we'll talk about in a second. But you could enter the code and create an account. It was like all these games, like Club Penguin, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Animal Jam. But um, you got to move around, and they always had Christmas-themed stuff, and you could, like, collect stuff. And, like, I found videos on YouTube of people playing it, like old, 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 old videos, because there's no Flash recreation of it or anything like that. There's no revamp of it, like there is Club Penguin. Um, but... Speaking of old games... I actually took the plunge a couple weeks ago and I purchased a Nintendo DS game that I was obsessed with when I was little. DS? Yeah, Nintendo DS like game. You got like, the, you bought like the cartridge? Yeah, the cartridge, like the game cartridge. Because I lost on my eBay original one. Yeah, on eBay. But girls and gays, <laughs> let me know. Let me know if any of y'all played the 2008 Tinkerbell Nintendo DS game. It was elite. And it's still fun. It's some of the best shit I've ever played in my life. Did you get it in the mail already? Yeah, I've been playing it. Oh, per. That's good. I never had a Nintendo DS growing up. I remember seeing people talk about Nintendogs and stuff like that. And at the, at sleepovers and stuff when I was in elementary school, kids would always bring their Nintendos. And I, I would just not understand the hype because I never had one. We had a Wii. That was it. Well, it was fun. But Animal Jam. Ooh, I loved Animal Jam too. Did you ever play Animal Jam? I did not. Oh, it was so much fun. And like, I remember one time I played with my friend and he gave me his login, which is like, you know, back in the day when it's like you gave your friend the login, that was like a big deal. You know, it's like, don't share your password because those are the first passwords we all really had were for our online games. And he told me his password and I went on his account and sent all his like rare furniture to my account in in the mail on the game. And I like all the all the limited edition stuff from the events and I had it all in my thing. And his <laughs> mom called my mom oh my because he found out that I had taken it and I got in trouble and I had to send it back. 
I remember when I got my first Webkins, mm, I was Webkins so excited was because I've been hearing all the hype, but I was not a part of the club, you know? But I finally the got my first community. Webkins. Yes, I finally got my first Webkins, and I was so excited. And my best friend didn't have a Webkins yet. And she literally told me that I had to give her my login. Oh. I was like, Wait, queen. That's manipulative. Did no, you give literally. it to her? No! Good. I was like, girl, you're gonna have to ask your parents. Like, <laughs> Fuck her. Buy your own webkins. Literally. Jasmine, if you're listening to this, I love you, and I have no hard feelings, and I love you. Well, are you still friends with her? Yes. It was, like, one time when we were eight. Like, it's fine. Um, do you remember a couple years ago when we, like, kind of did a resurgence on webkins where we played together? Yeah. Like, in 2017 or I something? I periodically go on there. <laughs> I haven't been on in a long time, but I remember, like, my freshman year, I would play. Like, during lunch, I'd play on my phone during lunch. I remember because it became, like, kind of a trend again yeah. because they got rid of the whole membership thing. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Everything so everything was free. Could, yeah, 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 yeah. And I named my new webkin, I named it Fuck. Oh, oh. But I spelled it P-H-U-C-C. Ah, so the, so it was allowed. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the movie-making studio on webkins, that was my favorite. That was fun. And I see all the TikToks of people mocking the guy Welcome to the curio shop. Hope you Hope find, find what, what you're, you're looking, looking for. for. Those are those are good. Those are nostalgic. And the the wishing well with coins, which I never got. I loved that. I never had coins. I never had coins. I would do the wheel of the wheel mm, of yep, fortune the wheel of fortune every day. Wheel of fortune, yep. And the well, the wishing, the wishing well. well. And then there was one other thing I would do every day. It was just it was just something else. Oh, I actually loved Cash Cow, the game. No, Cash Cow was so fun. And I tweeted Webkins once. There was no app version of Cash Cow. And I tweeted them and I asked them if they were making Cash Cow for the iPhone. And they tweeted me back and they were like, we're working on it, Winky Face, or like, stay tuned. And then they made it. They ended up banking it. Queens. So the voices of a, the voices of the people were resounding. We wanted Cash Cow. I feel like when I had all my Webkins in like elementary school like that was the last time i remember having something to live for no literally that was the last time i was happy like i had responsibilities to my webkin well at the beginning of quarantine i actually bought a pop tropica membership you clown me for that i did clown you and i continue to clown you. <laughs> well i only bought a month and it was five dollars but i i got to play all the old islands and i beat all of them and it i can say it was absolutely worth it absolutely worth it i have no regrets i wish i could get into my old account but i beat all the islands it was so much fun it was so nostalgic i don't regret it at all best five dollars i've ever spent so i did have something to live for at the beginning of quarantine um and then also club penguin they did a resurgence of club penguin there's a couple of them that were like copies of the flash games and sammy and i played on one and all of them were free so the thing is was everyone had a membership when you registered so again kind of like what webkins did even though this was like not by official club penguin because they released that app and it was shit but everyone had access to all the member things so like all the exclusive member clothes and all the member events and all the things you could join like the special the epf the elite penguin force whatever it was called and all the pets and everything like yeah all the pets everything everything was unlocked and everyone was like as a member which is great and we played on it a little bit and i think i still am on the discord for it not discord stop literally i am and then there were a couple versions of it and one of them got taken down by disney because um it was being used for sex trafficking and child porn The one that Sammy and I were on did not get taken down, but there was one that Disney like sued and got removed. How are they using it for that? I'm confused. I don't even know. 
I don't even know. But it got they it got deleted and it got in trouble for for doing that. We talk a lot about pedophilia and stuff on this podcast. We do. It's a save hot the children. Topic. Save the children. Oh God. <laughs> we'll talk about QAnon on another episode. Speaking of games, I want to talk about Among Us. I have mm. not played it yet, but I really oh want to. Oh my God, it's so much fun. I've played it like I play it every night. Actually, I actually had my friends text me tonight asking what time we were getting on and i told them i couldn't because i was recording i want to play but i get scared it's literally so much fun basically i mean if you're listening to this you've played it i mean like anyone who's anyone has played it but it's like mafia it's just so much fun there's like an imposter where there's two or three and you have to like do tasks if you're not the imposter and the imposter has to fake doing tasks and kill people and win and it's it's just superior it's amazing. Like, I feel like it sounds fun to me in theory, but I feel like once I start playing, I'm gonna, like, have an anxiety attack. Well, get over it. Thank you. My mental health is cured. Yep. Um, with that, episode two is over. Wow. Bye. Is that, what we, is that, what, is that our outro? I don't think we have one. I just said bye in the last episode. Oh, well, we say hey, so that doesn't rhyme with, it's not hi, it's hey. So, bay. 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 No, that's dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. Um, bye. Listen to the next one. Okay, bye. Bye.